Welcome back, Gamecock fans, to the best podcast around Gamecock Nation, Next Gen Gamecocks. This is a podcast run to give like to all Gamecock athletics. In today's show, we will give a few updates for teams that we previously talked about competing for national championships. Then, we dive headfirst into the most important series to date for this Gamecocks baseball team. Finally, we will discuss the road the softball team has to get out of regional play. Now, Gamecock Nation, grab a towel, because a storm is brewing. You're listening to Next Gen Gamecocks. Welcome back, Gamecock fans, to Next Gen Gamecocks. As always, I'm your host, Trotter Scarce, and as always, it is a pleasure and an honor to be bringing you guys updates for Gamecock Athletics and updates we do have to bring. Um, hope all of y'all had a great week since the last time we talked. A lot has happened, so without further ado, Let's dive right in. We mentioned women's golf last week had made the national tournament. National tournament play starts today. Recording this on Friday. This episode will drop on Friday. So as uh, as you are listening, there's a good chance that the play has already begun and that these uh, these ladies are competing for a national championship for the Gamecocks. So we wish them the best of luck. Uh, there's 30 teams, so they just got to be the best out of 30. So good luck to the Lady Gamecocks down there competing for a national championship in women's golf next the last team we mentioned um in the last episode was men's tennis right we just said that they were going to play tennessee in the sweet 16 they got past the volunteers on a score four to two however unfortunately unfortunately excuse me they lost to texas 4-0 in the elite eight with a chance to make it to the semifinals uh, disappointing loss for them, but you know, a, a heck of a season for the Gamecocks to make it all the way to the Elite Eight. They lost to Texas, who was the one seed in the entire tournament. Um, obviously, Texas uh, is one of the best, right? The the UTSA, which is um, kind of the tennis organization that runs the whole thing, is in Texas, so they've got a little bit of um, you know home cooking. It's kind of like Oklahoma being close to Oklahoma City for softball and them always win a national championships. I think it's the same kind of deal uh, with Texas and men's tennis. So uh, a round of applause for that Gamecocks men's tennis team. Like I said, had a heck of a year. We're ranked as high as number one in the country for a little while. Uh, finished the year kind of on a down. They slipped up a good few times, but they responded in the national tournament, winning a good few series against some pretty high-ranking competition, including uh, Tennessee, which was the 8 overall seed. The Gamecocks were the 9, so they did get the upset over Tennessee. And anytime we beat the Volunteers, it is a good day. So that leads me into the most important series to date for this Gamecocks men's baseball team, and that is the series this weekend against Tennessee. Um, I, I recorded this episode on Friday. So I was fully expecting to come on here and give you guys a breakdown of game one going into game two, kind of giving you guys a, a quick synopsis of what happened in game one. How should we respond? Um, unfortunately, Mother Nature had other plans. Um, honestly, um, I'm in Florence right now, so I'm not in Colombia. So I don't know what the weather's like in Colombia, but uh, where I am in Florence is actually about an hour from Colombia. And I know it's raining here right now. So there's a 
there's probably a good chance that at least the first game that is supposed to happen at 3 o'clock gets postponed maybe uh, just to a little bit later in the afternoon as the weather is supposed to move through as the afternoon continues. So hoping to get some baseball in today. Um, I'm not sure if they'll be able to get both games in, but they will have an opportunity tomorrow to make up a game if they need to. Um, but unfortunately, kind of weirdly, they won't have that opportunity on Sunday because the SEC says that you have to finish the the series within three days of its expected start date, which is dumb because it was the same thing in the LSU series. Um, you know, Saturday and Sunday ended up being gorgeous, but they could only play on Saturday because certain um, weather events happened and the SEC wouldn't allow them to play on Sunday. That's a series that I know uh, a good few Gamecock fans would love to have back and have the opportunity to play uh, that, that third game against LSU. But unfortunately, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I guess we'll never know. This baseball team, though, you know, we talked last weekend and we said, what does this baseball team need to do to get a little momentum going their way? We said, take one game against Arkansas. Well, they did. And not only did they take one game against Arkansas, but they kept games one and three competitive. They went into game three with a chance to win the series on the road against the number three team in the country against Arkansas. Unfortunately, they didn't. They fell five to one. But, you know, it was a very impressive outing for the Gamecocks, especially with how Arkansas has looked as of late. They went to Vanderbilt last night and dominated the the, the Commodores. So, you know, this is a really, really good Arkansas team. And to take even one game is impressive, especially that it is on the road. I think it's just kind of a... It should be a sign of things to come. You know, this team is kind of starting to look a little more sound defensively. Obviously, you know, the slump as far as the hitting goes is still uh, problematic, and you really hope that they they can get that turned around against Tennessee this weekend. But, you know, like I said, get one game against Arkansas and then move forward. A disappointing loss midweek to Charlotte 5-7, to seven, though, you know, Charlotte kind of has had our number all year. We actually lost a midweek game to Charlotte earlier in the year. If I'm not mistaken, that was our first loss of the season was in in Charlotte against the 49ers. So, you know, it, it's unfortunate, um, but we say it all the time on this show. We've said it a lot on the national show. Sometimes those midweek games will get you, you can, you know, easily overlook it. I would imagine this Gamecocks team was probably overlooking it, considering how big and important this weekend series against Tennessee is. So let's let's talk about this Tennessee series for a minute. It, it is important, right? You can't get past the fact that if you win, you're, you're hosting a regional. If you lose, you probably aren't. It's the same for Tennessee, if we're being honest, too. The Volunteers sitting at 18, Gamecocks sitting at 13. You know, the winner of this series is probably going to host a regional. So there's a lot on the line here. I mean, this is kind of a a little mini, not championship, but, you know, a a little mini playoff series to to be able to host a regional. Um, It's going to be pound for pound. These are two really good baseball programs. Obviously, Tennessee had, had had a heck of a year last year being the number one team in the country for the good portion of the year. Ended up slipping up in uh, the Super Regionals. And, you know, have has had a down year comparatively, but still being the number 18 team in the country, they swept Vanderbilt at one point. Um, you know, that, that doesn't come lightly. It, it's That's a hard thing to do. I think that this is a Tennessee team that 
has the potential to be very, very dangerous, right? Tennessee, I hate to bring it up, but they remind me a little bit of Clemson, just kind of had a rough start to the year, but have kind of figured it out as the years progress and they keep getting better and better. So the Gamecocks are going to have their work cut out for them. But let's look at some numbers just really quickly that I think could give the Gamecocks a little bit of momentum heading into this series. And the first one that we're going to talk about is Tennessee's road record. Tennessee is no doubt one of the best teams in the country when they are at home, which is why for Tennessee winning this series is so important being in Knoxville to host a regional. Their away record overall this year is 2-11. and 2-11. So the Gamecocks, who are struggling right now, who have taken one game in their last two series, they need to take a look at this, right? They need to take a step back and say, okay, something's going to give. Either we're going to get the ship turned around or they're going to turn around their away record. I think if you're the Gamecocks, you've got to feel pretty good about being at home. You're going to be in Founders Park in the friendly confines of Columbia, South Carolina. I think that that is going to be important, right? Fans, if you guys are listening, if you're in the Columbia area and you've got an opportunity to get out and go see these these guys play tomorrow or tonight, do it, all right? It, it's very, very important that you do it. To, to feel the crowd behind them, I think, is going to be important for these boys just to give some confidence to themselves, rattle Tennessee a little bit, make them uncomfortable. Any edge that you could possibly get is an edge that you should take. So, that's the biggest thing that I want to emphasize is take advantage of the fact that Tennessee struggles on the road. Take advantage of it. I know that we've had some inconsistencies. We've got some injuries in the pitching room. We've got we're in a slump. Ethan Petrie couldn't hit a baseball if it was the size of a water balloon, right? It's We're really kind of struggling right now. This is an opportunity now where, you know, it's the little things that can give you confidence and looking at a Tennessee record of two and 11 on the road, it's just a little thing that can say, okay, listen, we've got the upper hand. We may not look like we have the upper hand because of how we've been playing lately, but we've got the upper hand and we need to take advantage of that. So that, that is my biggest uh, takeaway for this Gamecocks team is just take advantage of the fact that Tennessee struggles on the road as much as they do. Take advantage of the fact that you're going to be at home in front of your your home crowd. You're going to be able to sleep in your own bed like you normally do. You're going to be able to um, just kind of relax and play baseball the way you know how. This, this Tennessee team, while they, you know, like I said, they've kind of turned a corner late in the season. They are kind of up and down. They lost a series at the beginning of May to Georgia on the road. They did beat Kentucky last weekend um, to to take another series. They beat Belmont 9-5 to midweek before going to Columbia, uh, which was supposed to be uh, yesterday to play the Gamecocks, but obviously that game got postponed to tonight. So, you know, you, you've got an inconsistent Tennessee team, right? I just mentioned that they had lost the series on the road to Georgia. I cannot stress how important it is that the Gamecocks take advantage of their slumps on the road. Take advantage of it. I, I don't know why it, it's like that. I don't know if it's just they don't like being in a hotel or where they're so used to being at their home field that they know exactly where to hit the ball versus you know, being at a in an opposing park where you just you know the walls are different and 
and whatnot. A, a, a shot to left field could be a home run in your in your home stadium, but it's not at Founders. I don't really know what the what the deal is. I, I can't say I've ever played in Founders or or in Knoxville, so I don't I don't know the exact dimensions and differences. But I, what I do know is Tennessee struggles on the road. They're two and eleven. Take advantage of it. Pitching is going to be important, right? It, it obviously is the, you know, arguably the most important position on a baseball field. Everything starts and ends with pitching. So you've got Eli Jennings pitching game one. The kid had a great uh, first game against Arkansas last weekend, but then you've got TBA for game two and three. I really don't know what to expect for games two and three. Um, I would think that it would be Jack Mahoney or Matthew Becker considering how they played last weekend, but obviously people pick up injuries, people pick up knocks. I'm not in the locker room. I'm not, you know, talking with these guys and, and Kingston and Monty Lee to figure out who exactly they're thinking of. What I do know is it's not going to be Will Sanders, right? He has already been said that he is out for this weekend. They're hoping to get him back by the end of the SEC tournament next weekend. So, Whoever it is, right, just support them. We hope that it's somebody that can go in into a big-time moment when the lights are the brightest like it's going to be tonight and tomorrow and hand them the ball and say, listen, go to work, go have fun, let's go win this series. So my keys for taking the series, um, this is kind of a little bit off script, but it's something that I think is important for Gamecock fans to realize and to understand going into uh, today and tomorrow there are some keys. Like I mentioned, pitching is one of them, right? Just be consistent. Consistent pitching is something that I think that the Gamecocks have lacked pretty much all year. You get games here and there that I think the Gamecocks do better or worse in, but just being consistent, right? And, and consistently good, right? Obviously, we don't want somebody consistently bad, but being consistently good. I think that that is going to be a huge, huge characteristic for this Gamecocks baseball team to be able to take two games against Tennessee on the road, or excuse me, at home. My second key is don't shoot yourself in the foot. What does that mean? That means if, you know, you've got a guy on first and you get a ground ball right to the shortstop, don't don't just completely miss it, right? Don't have errors that cost you runs, that cost you games, right? Don't shoot yourself in the foot. Be sound defensively. Make good contact with the ball. Be smart be uh, reasonable. Don't let the moment get to you, right? We see it way too often in college sports, especially where the moment gets to guys, they do something dumb, they get tossed out of a game, they get suspended, things happen, and all of a sudden you're down your best two players because something happened and they lost their cool. Don't lose your cool. Stay even key. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. My last key to winning the series is just it's it's a little automatopoeia for you guys it is simply ping ping is the noise when the baseball hits a metal bat we need to hear that sound a lot this weekend we need to get out of the hitting slump that we are in we need to see guys like Ethan Petrie start hitting bombs like he was earlier in the year obviously you know we we were a team earlier in the year that was probably the most exciting offense to watch in all of college baseball, right? We, I don't know how many we averaged, but it felt like we averaged at least two home runs a game at the very minimum one. So we need to get back to that, right? We need to get back to hitting the ball. And I'm not saying that every, every at bat needs to be a hit. I'm not saying that every guy needs to hit a home run, 
But I'm saying if we can just kind of find that consistently, find our footing again on the hitting trail, it's going to be something that I think Tennessee is not going to be able to respond to. If you look at their road games, they struggle to score a lot of runs. They give up a lot of runs. I think it's going to be important that the Gamecocks take advantage of this. Let's hear that ping sound often this weekend against Tennessee. And lastly, this is this is not a key, but I think it's important. I mentioned it earlier. Gamecock fans, you guys got to show up. Y'all got to be loud. Let's be supportive of this baseball team. We know how important this weekend is. They know how important this weekend is. Let's go support our Gamecocks in the most important series to date. We're going to move away from baseball and into softball. The Lady Gamecocks will take on UCF today at 7 o'clock down in Tallahassee, Florida. That game will be on ESPN2, so if you guys are interested in watching that, it will be nationally televised. Softball, this softball team has been so up and down all season long. It started off way back in February when the season was about to get going, and we said, don't expect a lot. I think that it could be another rocky year for the softball program. They're picked to finish dead last. I don't know if they'll finish dead last, but I don't think they're going to be contending for SEC championships. Could not have been more wrong. They literally played Tennessee in an SEC championship, were within two runs of tying the game in the final inning. And obviously, things didn't bounce our way like they had in the previous games, but you got all the way there. They were the first double-digit seed to make an SEC Championship game appearance, shattering all kinds of records, having fun while doing so. I think that that is going to be important for the Gamecocks to continue to do, is just have fun, to continue to smile, keep playing sound softball. Uh, We need to have a couple spectacular plays, right? We saw back-to-back SE Top 10 moments. Um, from Marissa, forgetting your last name. I'm so sorry. Uh, two catches in both the Texas A&M and the Georgia game that were just splendid to see. It was something that, you know, you need moments like that to spark an offense. You need moments like that to give teams hope to continue to play their best softball. So you need moments like that this weekend, especially taking on a team like uh, Florida State, who is so good. And it is Marissa Gonzalez. Marissa, I am so, so sorry. I just, lots of names in my head. I'm so sorry. So Marissa Gonzalez was your outfielder last week that had the spectacular plays, um, saving games, saving runs for the Gamecocks, and just keeping everybody at bay, getting some energy back into the lineup. Florida State is your biggest challenge, right? So For those of you who don't know how regional play works, it's double elimination. And this is how it was explained to me because I myself, I'm I'm learning as we go here. I'm not the biggest softball, baseball guy in the whole history of the world. But as we go, I'm learning with you guys. So here's how it was explained to me. So here's how regional play works. It's a double elimination format. So tonight... Softball is going to take on UCF at 7 o'clock. So that means that Florida State is going to play Marist as well. Those are the four teams in the regional UCF, South Carolina, Florida State, and Marist. The winner of those two games will play each other tomorrow. The losers will play each other as well. So let's say South Carolina wins tonight and Florida State wins tonight as well. That means South Carolina will play Florida State tomorrow. UCF will take on Marist the winner of the South Carolina-Florida State game will advance to the quote-unquote championship series for the regional play, 
the winner of UCF, Florida State, will take on South Carolina. Obviously, the loser will go home. South Carolina will then only need to win one more game to be able to move on to super regional play. Obviously, if you lose tonight, you got to play probably Morris, and I'm going to go ahead and chalk up FSU as a win tonight because FSU is just that good. You would have to play Morris, then you would have to play the loser of UCF, Florida State, then you would have to play the winner of UCF, Florida State, in a championship series to advance. So it's a lot harder to lose games and win games and continue to move on. It is doable, but I just say if you're if you're South Carolina, let's go win the night and let's worry about the rest of it tomorrow. So it's an exciting series. It's an exciting regional. I think it's one that we could see the Gamecocks move out of. I think it's you know it's going to be tough against a team like Florida State to move on, especially being in Florida State. However, it is doable, and I think that you know at this point we've seen this softball team do unbelievable things. I'm not going to count them out for anything in the history of the world. They beat teams in the SEC tournament. I didn't think they would. I thought they could get past Texas A&M. I didn't know about Georgia. Definitely didn't know about Arkansas. Um, or excuse me, Auburn. So overall, I'm excited to see how this series goes. If we were to get out of regional play, we would take on the winner of the Athens regional in super regional play. The Athens regional has uh, Georgia, Boston, Virginia Tech, and North Carolina Central. So you're probably looking at either a Virginia Tech team or a Georgia Bulldogs team that you have already beaten. So, you know, it's, it's, man, I'm saying it's, it's doable. If you can somehow get past Florida State, you've got a relatively favorable matchup in super regional play. You know, potentially one that if something crazy happens, you're, you're even hosting. Um, but, you know, don't look too far ahead right now, Gamecock fans. Let's focus on getting out of super regional, or excuse me, regional play. And more specifically, let's look forward to tonight at 7 o'clock on ESPN2. Taking on UCF, uh, the Golden Knights will be looking to dash the momentum that the Gamecocks have. Let's not let it happen. Let's get the bats hot early. Let's score some runs, keep them off the board. It's one thing the Gamecocks have done really, really well is not allowing a lot of runs. So continuing that trend is going to be important for the Gamecocks to get out of regional play. And so that leads me into the keys for the Gamecocks to get out of regional play. And that first one is keeping runs off the scoreboard. A lot of times this year, we've seen the Gamecocks put up impressive defensive performances. But at the same time, we've also seen them start to fall and give up multiple double-digit games in a series. So we need to continue that that kind of stretch of playing extremely well defensively, keeping runs off the board, keeping uh, the pitching at a high level. And, you know, I, I'm saying there's a chance. If you can do that, there's a good chance, right? Obviously, you've got one of the best pitchers in the entire country in, um, excuse me, Donnie Goborn. Right, Donnie is absolutely unbelievable. I wish we could have her pitch for the baseball team tonight as well, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'd love to have her uh, just absolutely shut out UCF. She's going to need to have another big um, performance, not just tonight, but in this regional uh, as a whole. So once again, keeping runs off the board is my first key to getting out of regional play. My second key to getting out of regional play is scoring. Right, that's there's. Let's do the automatopoeia again. Ping. We need lots of that noise 
going on this weekend for the Gamecocks. They didn't put up a ton of runs in the SEC tournament. It was something that, you know, obviously in a, in a tournament setting, it's going to be a little more defensive because nobody really wants to be that team that makes a big mistake. So you're going to be a little more conservative at the plate. You're going to be, you know, more adventurous as a pitcher so you're going to be bringing your best stuff time and time again whereas you know if you're in in a regular season game in march you may be not you know trying to paint the corners as much you're working on your stuff getting ready to go for may but guess what now it's may now you're in postseason play scoring runs scoring runs early putting pressure on people is going to be important so that is my second key to winning and getting out of the regional play my third and final key is having fun enjoying yourself this is a big moment, right? This is a very, very big time moment, but enjoy it. Enjoy the fact that you've gotten here. It's taken a lot of work to get here. Relish in the fact that nobody thought you could get here and yet you did anyways. Enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. When you're having fun, you're playing better. Any athlete ever will agree. When you're having fun, you're going to be playing your best. And that is what I think is going to be the three keys for South Carolina to get out of regional play. Keeping runs off the board putting runs on the board early and often, and just enjoying the moment and having fun. If those three things happen, I think the South Carolina team cruises through Tallahassee on their way to a super regional. That is going to do it for the show today, guys. I know we covered a lot in a short amount of time. Goal with these podcasts is not to take up an hour and a half of your time, but to just give you a quick update, give you a quick synopsis of what is going on across Gamecock Athletics. Obviously, the baseball and softball programs are in crunch time. It is the most important time of the year for those two programs. We are rooting you guys on hard. Lady Gamecocks all the way down there in Tallahassee. Could not be more excited for you guys. Uh, My men's baseball team, I wish I could be there this weekend. Unfortunately, got a couple things came up. Uh, Not going to be able to make it out there, but I'm going to be rooting you guys on just as much. Probably going to have one game on the TV, one game on the iPad, uh, maybe flip-flop as they get better or worse. Uh, Overall, very, very excited for these two programs. And I'm also excited for our ladies golf team performing in the national uh, championship for women's golf. Hope you guys have a great weekend, and we will be... Uh, updating the Twitter as these teams progress, just keeping you guys up to date with all there is to know so that you guys are the most knowledgeable fans across Gamecock Athletics. So, I just mentioned we're going to keep the Twitter updated, so that means you need to go follow us on Twitter. We are on Twitter at NXTGenGamecocks. Once again, on Twitter at NXTGenGamecocks. Next Gen Gamecocks, just one character too many. Wish we could just make an exception and and move on because it's a lot easier to say next gen Gamecocks than NXT gen Gamecocks. That's a mouthful. Try saying NXT five times fast. I promise it's, it's harder than you think. I promise. While you're on Twitter, we do have a national podcast as well. You guys should go give them a follow. That is at on Twitter at next underscore gen underscore a T H once again on Twitter at next underscore gen underscore a T H. H Next Gen Athletics is the national show that I do with my co-host Thomas Woods. Uh, that's a great show. We put out an episode yesterday. We talk a good bit about the South Carolina baseball team um, as a whole, so you guys should go give that a listen as well. As always, Gamecock fans, I'm your host, Schroeder Scares, signing off. Have a weekend and a half, Gamecock fans, and I will talk to you guys next week. 